Good morning, everyone. If we haven't met yet, I'm Holly. Uh, it would be so great to meet you if we haven't met already. Um, I've been part of SDC since I was a student, so probably about seven years now, and I love it, and I love the community. Um, and this morning, I have been asked to preach as part of the Parables of Jesus series. Woohoo! Um, I'm going to be preaching on the parable of salt and light, which is one of my absolute favorite parables, hence the salt and hence the random torch on the stage. Um, also, as Bethan's already said, obviously we're going to join together and watch the World Cup um, together after this talk um, after church, so get involved. Um, lots of that is kind of included in my talk, so get excited for some World Cup references. Um, I'm just going to read our passage from Matthew. So we're in Matthew chapter 5 this morning. It will also come up on the screen for you. That Matthew 5 is where we're starting. And for any note takers, fellow note takers amongst us, my title this morning is Let Your Light Shine. Awesome. Okay, so Matthew says, You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Awesome. So keep Bibles or whatever open. We're going to be jumping back into the passage um, lots of times. And I love this parable, as I've said already, because Matthew's just so down to earth, isn't he? I love that he starts the whole parable with, you are the salt of the earth. Like, he's super blunt. There's kind of no question about it. You are the salt of the earth. And he goes on to say, you are the light of the world. And I love how clear he is. He's such a down-to-earth guy. He's just like, this is what you are. I'm just going to tell you straight up. And I love that. Um, he starts with this first image of salt. And in prepping and thinking about what salt is, I kind of looked up some of the backstory to salt. Um, so salt, as you probably know, is something that preserves it's something that brings out the flavor um, and the goodness. Hey, Isaac. And it enhances what is already around us. So the whole thing of salt is that it brings out the best of what is already there. And that's going to be something I'll share as kind of our purpose too. So I think God is calling us as salt to be distinctive and to stand out as those who like salt bring the best out of Sheffield and bring the best out of the city that we are planted to scatter and be salt in. It's a calling to scatter. So think of salt. It's tiny. It's tiny, tiny. You can hardly see it. But we scatter across this city as a witness. And it's so important for us to go from this place where we preserve and we're built up and it's so important for us to go out from this church. And I love that image of us scattering across the city. You might be working in a hospital. You might be working in a school. You might be 
on bowl hills playing football. Whatever you are doing, you are scattering like salt across this city, and you are scattering to share the good news that we carry in us. So, I would love some kids or some people who like crisps uh, to help me in seeing how salt enhances things. So the idea is, take a crisp, see how it tastes, let me know, thumbs up, not sure, thumbs down, pass them around, have a little snack while I'm preaching. So grab a crisp and then just kind of pass them <laughs> around. Do you want a crisp, Fred? Oh, that's a big one. Good choice. Amazing. So if you just kind of pass them around, let me know how they taste. Good. Isaac said good. Thank you, Isaac. That's exactly the point I wanted. Thank you. So Isaac said good to the crisp. And those crisps are salt and vinegar. They're my favorite. Kettle's chips. And probably we wouldn't love a vinegar crisp. I wouldn't love that. But salt and vinegar, pretty good. Pretty good combo. And as you pass these crisps around, as you scatter them, to use that cheesy analogy, across this church, I'd love you to just notice, how does it taste? How would it taste if there was no salt there? Probably okay, but kind of just a potato and vinegar. Not great, okay? So the idea is that salt brings out the goodness of things. We bring salt into places, and we are that salt. As we go out from this place as church, we scatter and we bring out the goodness that is already there. We're not the good. Jesus is the good. Our faith is the good. But we enhance and we bring out the good that is already in our places of work and our sports teams and the places where we go and scatter as salt. So enjoy the crisps. We can finish them during the game. Um, in a similar way, Matthew goes on to use the image of light. So he first goes salt, and then he uses light, which is a really interesting image. So in a similar way, I've got my head torch. Sometimes use this when I'm running. There you go. If it was dark here today, that would make a massive difference, okay? I asked Luke, can I turn off all the lights? And we were like, it's not going to make much difference on a sunny day. Oh! <laughs> No way. That was cool. Um, um, but if it was a really dark place, and this is the image, isn't it, that we are going into places that feel quite dark sometimes. Lots of you work in really difficult places, and maybe it doesn't feel dark, but it's worldly, and it's not kind of full of salt and light. And you feel distinctive, and you feel different in that place. But God is calling us, and Matthew says, in this image of light... Don't be afraid. Don't hide your light in a bowl. Don't shy away and hide it from others. Shine that light and let it be the light to illuminate and spread in that place. And I love the message version of these verses where it says, you're here to be the light, bringing the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. He wants us to be public as a city on a hill. What a Sheffield image, a city on a hill. And I think we do this really well at STC as a church, literally on a hill. Being a light in Sheffield made me think of things we do, like the church family barbecue, or spending time on Bull Hills, or sporty Sundays, or streets of light. And in the example of sporty Sundays, which happens in the summer, 
even just that simple act of being salt and being light on bow hills and just playing sport and praying before we play and then sharing a story of faith and our sport We've had friends come along. We've had people and families interested in faith and say, there's something a bit different about you guys. And some have come along to church, some haven't, and that's okay. But we shine our light anyway, and we spread that salt just in case. And we spread, um, yeah, wherever we can. So coming into land, in the parable, Matthew concludes in verses 15 and 16. And I'll just repeat those because... They were a while ago. Um, he says, neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl, like the one you're passing around the room. I'm trying to play spot the bowl. I think it's over there with Isaac. Um, I think, uh, and then he says, instead they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. And I think this is about letting God shine through us, even when we feel like our faith is small or dim, or we feel like, I really want to hide my light today. I know Holly said on Sunday to be bold, but I don't feel very bold today. I don't feel like a bright light that she told me to be. And I just want to encourage you that Matthew tells us, despite our fear, don't hide your faith. Put it on a stand and let it give light for everyone because a light is a small thing. It's a switch. It's a tiny thing. Sorry, it's quite bright. It's a small thing. But through small acts of faith and small salt-sized pieces, you can shine and you can let God shine through you. Um, recently, just a short example of that, God asked me to step out in a tiny, small act of faith while by myself in the airport, and I was on my way to Australia to see the World Cup, which was awesome, and I've obviously come back because it's better to watch the final with you guys, so I'm here today to do that. Um, but as I sat down to enjoy my food in the airport, I prayed, and I asked God for an opportunity to pray for someone around me and just be salt and light in that airport. And it was a tiny, salt-sized step of faith, just a tiny prayer of, God, can I pray for someone? And then God told me to pray for the family next to me. And so I asked them, can I just pray for you? I'm just going to have my KFC. Can I pray while I eat my chips? And they were so blessed. They were actually missionaries who were going out to South Korea. And the mum started crying and she said, we can't believe your small act of faith. We're going to go and do the same now. We love that you just simply asked us, can I pray for you? It was such a small, tiny step of faith. And I felt nervous. I felt scared asking them. And they might have said no. And that's okay, isn't it? Some people say no to our faith and our salt and our light. But we're called to shine anyway and see what God does in and through us. And so the mum said, um, brilliant, can I pray for you as well? We're going to go and pray for others in the airport now. And I saw them go and they walked around and they were praying for people, just saying, hey, can we pray for you? Some said no. I saw them praying for others. Some said yes, which was amazing. And for me, that was a tiny salt sprinkling of faith, but it made a huge difference, just like those crisps, tiny bit of salt, but it makes a huge difference to the things around you. Um, so as I close, can I welcome up the band, please? 
And I'd just love to encourage you guys today that whatever that small, salt-sized act of faith looks like to you in your context, I would encourage you, as Matthew does, to be salt and light and bring the goodness out of the things around you. God is already working. You are not God. God is already at work, and we have the privilege of joining in with what he is already doing. So I'd encourage you, for anyone else like me today, feeling like hiding their light, feeling like hiding their salt, I want to encourage you that God will shine boldly through you, despite you, and within you. You just need to pray and let him use you. So I'm going to pray for us today. So good to see lots of smiles and encouragement this morning, and I'm really excited to watch the World Cup with you all shortly. Okay, I'll just pray for us. Oh, Father God, thanks so much that we get to be involved in what you do. Thank you that you let us join in with your fantastic, wonderful plan for creation. And I thank you that as we go from this place as salt and as light, that we don't have to be bold in our own strength, that you will equip and you will enable us and you will make a huge difference and a huge impact to the world and to Sheffield and to the places that we go around us. And I pray as we go that you would give us boldness even this week to ask someone, can I pray for you? Or just pray for someone. I pray that you would give us that boldness. Let us be salt, let us be light, and let us change this city for your kingdom and your glory. Amen.